Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith here once again with my buddies in the flesh, Chuck and John. Hey now. Wow. I like that. That was a good ending. I like that. You gave me a little J Dash WAP at the end of that. J Dash WAP. Yeah. Chuck is wearing a black Edgefield Sports Bar and Grill. R.I.P. R.I.P. The Edge. More importantly, when Chuck picked me up, he was wearing sweatpants boner. Oh, Oh. my rims were spinning. He had just had a massage. Yes. I don't know how he pulled this off. Some strange woman (laughs) came to his home in the morning to massage him. Someone asked me how I was doing. To get him ready to... uh, Got him, got him ready for the show. How, how are you doing? I said, my back is killing show, me. My back is killing me, Chuck. And she goes, do you want Do you want me to come over and give you a back rub? And, well, and she I was thinks like, that means sure. she's going to get scintillating Chuck Anderson's sexual experiences. However. Violently vigorous. <laughs> Chuck was waiting for her with a heating pad and some sort of liniment and oil. And then, and then had to leave her podcast. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, I got to go. I got I to gotta go. I got to go do my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Uh, Chuck also is wearing a bright orange uh, prisoner uh, beanie. Yeah. Just to oh, and a, and a Memphis 15 pin, which I stole. probably found in the baby dungeon. Baby dungeon. Chuck, that is my gift to you. Thanks, buddy. That is from five years ago, I think. I Memphis think so. Six one five, right? That's what it no, is. No, no, no. It's a Memphis one five for 15 uh, year anniversary, uh, which was uh, I think four years ago. Yeah. Is that how they repurposed for the six one five? That was. Oh, this is the same. We'll just put one tiny little thing here. Yeah. That was. That is a cool shirt. It's a cool shirt. You it, can get it at one of our Grizzlies watch parties. The it, controversial. Yes, very controversial, but it's really one-sided. Nashville Grizzlies fans have no animosity towards Memphis. It's one of those sad non-rivalry. But Memphis, they kind of hate Nashville. A lot of people do. It doesn't make sense. Reflexively, they hate us. Like, I'm a Tennessee football fan, and I consider, like, Alabama to be the big rival. And then, like, Alabama fans are like, who are you again? Tennessee (laughs) what? Tennessee. Sooners? It's an old rivalry. Yeah, no, but we... 
I love Memphis. I go to Memphis all the time. I don't think that we need to have that beef. We're trying to squash it. That's we, what this we, podcast we've been on, is. We've been working on squashing it. Yeah. I mean, there's some legitimate wrongs. Right. Or there's like, Memphians are upset about the Titans. Being Memphi- there? About the Titans. They came to Memphis. They, they wanted them to be in Memphis, Memphis. And then they had a little weird time where they were in Memphis. So that was uncomfortable because they wanted the pro football team. Right. There's also just a lot of, there's bad people everywhere. Yeah. A lot of a lot of awful people in Nashville saying negative things about Memphis. Uh-huh. You could even tie it back to some kind of weird like over uh, if if Nashvillians claim like Johnny Cash or uh, Elvis Presley, right. even right. so that's that's long. It is. Ha- we got to bridge long. the gaps that's though. It. You're unlocking some things for me here. Uh, yeah. John Morant, you know, bringing us all together. You tried to stoke that flame though. I asked him. What, no, I didn't. Right on. <laughs> I tried to get him to stoke the flame with New Orleans. Oh, it was. I want a Memphis New Orleans I rivalry. I forgot. That is the real city. That's a great. What's what do you call it again? Uh, the uh, Riverboat Captain's Belt for yeah, Pride, Glory, absolutely. and Dominion of the Mississippi. <laughs> Mark Twain. <laughs> yeah, no, that sh- that should be a thing. Uh, Zion Williamson, hurry back so we can have that rivalry. Have you guys had uh, breakfast this morning? I wanted to, but Chuck was too busy getting his loins massaged. Yeah, yeah. I had to get here. I needed the That's work fine. done. We had, we, had to, we had to get here. We got to. So, yeah, That's we didn't do was, breakfast. You, you, had, you have a trainer. You have a trainer. My, you have a training staff. A, a training you have staff. the Phoenix Suns training staff. <laughs> My training staff is more like, what's a really horrible training staff? Mine's Your like dog. the Kings. <laughs> I would say the Pelicans. Oh, yeah. The Mine's Pelicans. the Pelicans. New Orleans professional staff. sports. <laughs> Sharing the same. If I ask my old lady for a massage, I get that like she like goes cross-eyed, like what? (laughs) What are you talking about? Touch physical touch isn't her love language, John. Uh -uh. (laughs) Man, she has said that to me. (laughs) I hate you right now. That's amazing. She has said those words. That's how you know. That's how you know your your whatever your common law marriage you're in. That's how you know it. It it took. Are you sure it's not when she walks home? I'm playing NBA 2K with a donut hanging out of my mouth, (laughs) and she opens the door and then closes the door. Right. (laughs) You sure it's not Uh, then? I think it might be then. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> no, don't look. <laughs> I know. I, I know that line. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I was married for seven not, years. Not I was. Not what you think. I was so good at disappointing my ex-wife. Yeah. So good that we had are to we, end it. Are we disappointing our listeners? I feel like our breakfasts. I know. We. Chuck and I have been trying. I, I brought breakfast last week. My whole my meant, whole new schedule, yeah. like this NBA season. You're freaking me out. I now have to drop my kids off and, and most days go straight to a job. Yeah. And then I'm coming straight from there uh, to here. There's no breakfast. I think our longtime listeners appreciate a little bit of you know, texture in our breakfast schedule, considering they, you know, it's a personality based podcast. They're following what we do. Season one for me, don't say lifestyle brand. No season one for me. I ate exclusively gas station fried chicken. I feel free. You want to talk about who's disappointed. It's probably in me. It's huge. It's huge. Uh, Season two through we'll be back season two through four. I had, I had cocaine for breakfast (laughs) Uh, and now I'm trying to like slim down. It was off uh, air. I never, we uh, never did. We bleeped it out a couple of times. Times and I had an eight of <laughs> I think there was a there was a there was a ground chuck for our Patreon only listeners Ooh. where we even edited that out. <laughs> Chuck oh, goes to Bonnaroo so breakfast. Keith said it's it all just, the regular gook. Keith said it's all the regular podcasts. Uh I edit the Ground Chuck podcasts. I think 
two ground chuck podcasts have more editing than a season of Fence <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, John's I, like, you could go I, to jail I for sent, this. I sent John my uh, edited feed. All right. <laughs> I was because I remember I was I did it on a plane. Mm-hmm. Like I was like I, I'm editing ground chuck. I think it was actually going to Vegas. Something. Feel alive when you do stuff on so, a plane. So so like, like I a was millionaire. So yeah yeah I, I was editing it all out and then I sent it to John to be like, I think this is okay, but I don't know if Chuck actually wants to share this with even 80 people or whatever the, the Patreon was back then. Why don't you listen to it and then and then John like took out some more names yeah. and, and <laughs> was, dates. Yeah, <laughs> I was quite sad. I had the Bonner Blues. It was after Bonnaroo. I had my dopamine depletion uh, routine full in full effect, and I recorded a ground truck sad in a pl- yeah. in my food truck. You could hear like well, you also rain. did the. <laughs> You also did the one where you recorded a sad ground chuck in your food truck, gave it to John, and a John video. said, no. We can't give this <laughs> to them. You have to, do, you have to they, delete this. They, they, do they, you know they, how bad that is? And do, <laughs> and do, John, and do something different. If John says, this is too sad for us to show people. Yeah. Here's Satan. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when John gives you the no, I can't. I, I can't have this under my uh, umbrella of, of work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have been called the devil and angel on Chuck's shoulders. Oh, he is both my Jiminy Cricket and whatever the opposite of Jiminy Cricket well, is. Jiminy Glick. <laughs> Jiminy Glick. <laughs> no, Do uh, not call me Jiminy Glick. It hurts too much. Too real. So, so I guess this is a good transition from our, our our disappointing, underwhelming breakfast. Mm-hmm. To our breakfast in bed apologies. After our breakfast, we'd like to make right, you know, what we might have gotten wrong in previous episodes or just apologize for our sad breakfasts. Mm-hmm. It's often the first time we talk about basketball. Yeah. But anyway, uh, does anyone have anything that they need to apologize for? Keith. Yeah? Much to my chagrin, oh. I have to apologize to you. What? Oh, I already, oh this is good. I already I took a victory it. lap, but it. keep going. This is just again. So rare. I... Wanted, needed the refs to stop messing with my JoJo beef. Yeah, all right. Who's JoJo beef? Joel and B. Okay. Has beef with all centers. Yes, he does. Right. Like, he has beef with Aaron Baines. This isn't a game. Oh, that's... It's with all of them. Alex Lynn, you're next. (laughs) Uh, And I uh, wanted Keith and the refs to back off of the beef. Mm Mm-hmm. That, that simmering rage that Joel has just under current. And they did. And lo and behold, uh, a Pier 6 brawl broke out. Yeah. But much to my delight, that is also what I wanted to happen. So. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you were right. <laughs> but I'm also <laughs> delighted. <be> wrong. <laughs> it also sent me on a... I found YouTube conspiracy videos, Keith. I can't believe I didn't send this to you what? about how the officiating in that game led to that fight. Oh, like the, the the league wanted it or something? No, that like those refs could have stopped it. Oh yeah, because it was just like that's all, yeah yeah that's 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 the reason you call right. the text. That's yeah. the reason you call those quote unquote soft texts. Yeah. Like oh let them celebrate. Oh well, you it know, wasn't even text. They were just letting them do anything. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, <clears throat> but but when you call that technical foul, the aggrieved party right. feels like oh okay I don't that lowers my temper and right. the officials have done something so I'm not going to fight when when Embiid does the shimmy in front of Cat. Yeah. And nothing happens, then it boils over. The restitution does. You know, stop the pot from boiling over. But then we got to see an eye gouge. 
Not sort really. John, John, who apparently has a lot of experience of forensic uh, studying <laughs> still images of fights, <laughs> is like, that doesn't prove anything. It's just pushed his face, and they snapped a picture at that time. There wasn't really enough. And then also, like, the Ben Simmons chokehold. That's also not a chokehold. Yeah. Well, so the Ben Simmons, who got no fine... Yeah. Right. He got into it. No. I mean, he did. He he, he choked him out. He a bit. Did. You're saying that wasn't a choke. No, out. that's how you diffuse. That's like like a bartender 101. Like, that's how you diffuse fights. You have to ride a dude down. Yeah. You're stopping two giants Can we back from up killing each other. seconds. Is that really bartender 101? I feel like that <laughs> no, might be like That's like advanced bartending. Third year. Look, I'm an old man. I'm an old man. <laughs> like, hey, I've hey, done hey. a lot of door guys. Before, before we teach you the poor right. <laughs> and the wipe, you're going to need to know how to diffuse a fight. Anybody can pour a drink, Before boys. I show you where the ice is. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I'm going to need, before we uh, give yeah, you ben, 10... Ben Simmons was the hero of that situation. Yeah, he did. I did watch that fight three uh, or four uh, times. The people who are like, oh man, they should have gotten him and said, those people have not been in violent situations, don't understand mm-hmm. violent situations. He was helping. And I, and apparently, are they friends, Cat and Ben Simmons? That's, that, apparently that's that, <clears throat> but that... Like, that's fine. That's your buddy. Like, that helps I have, some of it. Or I have tackled Chuck to the ground and held him down for his own protection. Yeah. Uh-huh. In right. situations. that he They were right to... He was a diffuser. Yeah. Maybe it looked sort of bad. It's but it, rough. But but everybody's in there getting nasty except for Al Horford. Yeah. If if, if Zebo had, had if Zach Randolph at some point in his career had, had done what Ben Simmons had done, like to he anyone, did to Blake Griffin constantly, he would have he would have been suspended. Yeah. I, I don't, don't think he was suspended for choking out Blake Griffin. I, on the oh, the, the choke that was so brief though. The the the, the, the dig <laughs> the, the dig in the arm in. Yeah. He was ejected that game, but that game only, I believe. Right. I mean, he pushed. That's I can't talk about uh, this because I still define Stephen Adams' punch as uh, punch Stephen Adams' face as a push with a fist. (laughs) No, no, no. that 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 definitely was. We got to get John Hollinger on the show just to talk about that suspension. That's that's all I want. That's that's like a that's like a personal goal. Um, (laughs) My apology. (laughs) Triggered right now. (laughs) Stephen Adams' game seven missed by Zebo is one of those things like I could never have been a Kings fan during that season where they where they stole the series from them right because that doesn't go away no, no I, I still that's just, painful ah. yeah I'll never I, I'm that's why I'm so happy that the Knicks suck no <laughs> <laughs> uh, my apology I have actually I have officially formally filed my paperwork <gasps> to apologize to Malcolm Brogdon <gasps> yeah I don't feel like I was just putting two and two together and assuming, and, and I made some assumptions. So I was like, "All right, so the Bucks let him walk." So, so, and, and he was like, he was kind of like their third priority on offense. I wasn't sure he could step into that lead role, that main role. He didn't shoot off the dribble. He wasn't scoring off the dribble. Um, but he's come to the Pacers, and especially since Miles Turner wasn't pl- isn't playing, uh, he has just carried this squad. It's Goga time. He in uh, and and, and we said like I said like hey his fifty forty ninety season is going to happen and that's true but he's increased his volume. He's averaging twenty one points per game. He's averaging ten assists per game. Like I, I said like oh he's not a creator. He's not proven to um, being a primary creator. He is setting guys up and he's still shooting ninety seven percent from the line. I think he's missed one free throw on uh, almost six attempts per game. So Malcolm Brogdon looking really good, and also he's hurt the Bucks. The Bucks don't get to the rim anymore. He was their other guy who gets to the rim. Yeah. This is a horrible move. Yeah, for the Bucks. For the Bucks, unless it turns out that his purely play, about money. If his plantar fasciitis flares up, or if he doesn't play all these years, maybe there were some medical issues they didn't want to. 
you know, match that money or spend that money on him. But the Bucks not having Malcolm Brogdon, who is just crushing it just to avoid the luxury tax, when they are they were the preseason favorite in the East, and just to not bring back one of your better guys right. for money is inexcusable. Mark Lazary, cheap billionaire. Yeah, I think assuming that the Milwaukee Bucks know what they're doing in their front office when the only like home run they've hit was lucking into Giannis is kind of I do think they might get bailed out, though, because I think they're finally starting to play like DiVincenzo again, where he should be, and he's looked good uh-huh. in one game. So they might luck out. But they, they're they other than Giannis, no one's getting to the rim anymore. They, just to say, like, George Hill was good in the playoffs, he'll replace all this stuff. No. He will, not Hill Hill. Yeah. Um, he will Hill. replace all this stuff I'm from that, the South, that Malcolm Brogdon <laughs> was doing. Not not a, not a great look for the Bucks, But Malcolm Brogdon, I'm sorry. Uh, and even after starting off 0-3, the Pacers now 3-3. and Nervous about that uh, over-under bet. Yeah. Uh, well, you know why. When it, oh, it's Miles good. Turner got hurt, Miles and DeMontis Sabonis is good. Apologize to DeMontis Sabonis now. DeMontis Sabonis is also having, <laughs> man, a great start. Yeah. Let's he's just even, stay in this Keith he's apology even, realm. He, he's even a guy he got hurt, rubbing though. his hands. He got hurt. He's a guy I didn't want to touch in fantasy drafts. I'm like, oh, he's going to be overdrafted, oh. and he's just crushing it. He also, his, his, it's early, his rim protection stats, uh, Sabonis is really good, and in very small sample size this season, Miles Turner's are horrible, yeah. but that's just probably some noise. Uh what do you think the Pacers could get for Miles Turner? I mean, they don't need a white person. They don't need a, a real white person. <laughs> they have their, Is there a Bogdanovich available? They're racist blind owners. There, you could probably get two Bogdanoviches for Miles Turner. <laughs> I did see. Uh, line him up next to Goga. TJ McConnell and Ryan Archidiacono going head to head on Sunday. Oh, man. That's some Hoosiers. That's, that's, that's really playing, that's <laughs> playing the game the right way. <laughs> real lunch pail players. Yeah. 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 Chuck, you have anything you need to make right? Yeah. The Lakers are good. Oh, the, oh, I could apologize for that, too. Mm, they're doing well. They do look good. Well, they have beat teams they should beat. Yeah. Which is a pro, it's the benchmark for me for a good basketball Their schedule club. is easy yeah. so far. They only really beat the, the Clippers team. Are really, the Clippers are so easy. The, the, well, they lost to them tr- tremendously. Look pretty tremendously. Yeah, that was. They, Other than the Suns, they had the best game against them. Well, they. they what was jazz the score? Mike the Jazz beat, beat the Clippers. No, I don't remember. Who's the Lakers lost to? The, the Lakers lost to the Clippers. It's their only oh, loss. Gotcha. Yeah, my bad. But they, uh, yeah, I'm just thinking that maybe they'll be good enough. They have this early chemistry to get them through that, what I thought would be a difficult stretch at the beginning of the season to get those guys on the same page. Um, but, yeah, they they, I don't, they haven't lost. A, they they haven't uh, beat anybody that I'm like, wow, that's a great quality win. The the Mavs game was great, but that's a young awesome team that game. has to figure. They got to figure it. it out. But, um, but yeah, early returns on the Lakers are good, and I might be wrong about them. I'm, I'm feeling sad about it. They're still rolling out these trash lineups. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way they can be good. But I, they, they keep winning. Yeah. They're, uh, there is nothing more unsatisfying than watching, like, Cantavius Caldwell Pope make good plays every once in a while. Yeah. You're like that. You should. You're like you shouldn't be rewarded for what you're doing. But, but they're allowing less than 100 points a game, which in the NBA. Oh yeah, their hard. defense has been crushing. Um, their point differentials, you know, good. So they're not. You know, it's not. Uh, if it continues in this LeBron way, LeBron is leading the league in assists. Yeah, like I like it. Yeah, the Grizzlies gift wrapped Dwight Howard. Yeah. <laughs> They have. We can apologize to Dwight. We this can. Could, this could be a long session. Man, I you know my whole apologies. I feel like I feel like most of my preseason where I was kind of fading the popular teams, where I was yeah. like, you know what, everyone's thinking the Clippers and the Lakers are going to come out of the blocks fast. 
Not so. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Devin Booker looks that's incredible. Wrong. Oh, Devin Booker's at, at the very <laughs> least. Uh, we were all about they're they're over. Yeah. But but uh, no, even in the East, where it's like, guys, I know everyone thinks like, oh, the Sixers defense is going to be amazing and they're going to crush people. I'm like, oh, let's slow down. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. No, no, they're awesome. Yeah, uh, really like, good. Like everyone, everyone, even uh, even Chuck's Heat, they're like, hey, they, they you got, know what that was, Keith? They got you a, had too much time on your hands. I had too much time. There was yeah. too much. There was too. You had too much time to find you those were, teams. I feel like. Like all the mainstream storylines have played out, yeah. Where they're like, "Oh, this team's gonna be good. Jimmy Butler's gonna take this team over, and the Heat, uh, it's gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be they're gonna be solid." The Keith can do the long form essay, but sometimes we just gotta do a multiple choice and not think a lot about it. It's, that, a, long, it's a long season. It I'm is not a long season. Any, any you have a lot laps. of information, and you could you could fill books on Su- it. Suns fans, if you like still. to write. Victory laps. I <laughs> they love are. it. They're 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 gronks. De- Devin Devin Booker's amazing right now. No, he's looking great. Oh, he's like fifty. He's fifty forty ninety. Yeah, he went fifteen for nineteen on Monday night, <laughs> forty points to beat the Sixers. Like unbelievable stuff. What can they get? What can they get for DeAndre Ayton? Yeah, do they need him? Can they trade? What can they trade for? Who needs a center? Anybody? Hmm. They well, I think they got to keep the big white penis. <laughs> Aaron, yeah, <laughs> how long will Aaron Baines be the best uh, center in the NBA? Uh, Aaron Baines makes the All Star team in the East right now. <laughs> what is that? I got. I got to look up Aaron Baines' stats. He, he's like sixty percent from three. Demontis right? Sabonis for DeAndre Ayton. Who says no? Yeah, <laughs> Miles. Maybe Miles Turner for DeAndre Ayton. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get somewhere. Let's see. Uh, yep, he's forty-eight percent from three That's on insane. four and a half attempts per game. That's insane. Smells like Taco Bell. Smells uh, unsustainable. He is somehow amazing. Fifteen and six. What if they he's had games him? where he was like dominating? I know. Yeah. So, so the Suns don't need DeAndre Ayton. Could they get? Would the Pelicans want him? I mean, you get, they got all those picks. The Pelicans have a bunch of picks. And then they got that Jackson kid who plays. Jackson center. Hayes. Who cares? DeAndre um, Ayton. All I know. <laughs> all I know is that it's insane to me. That uh, Aaron Baines was just handcuffed by Brad Stevens' system. Oh, once, yeah, once, oh, wow. he, once, once he was let out of that system. Oh, wow, absolutely. Wow, yeah, he chose Teus. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in the shower with Baines either, though. Brad, yeah, Brad, Brad Stevens is humiliated. The reason I know, why here, here's Kyrie the started doing cocaine. Uh, here's the trade: the the Clippers still probably need a big man. They still need a center. They do. They could trade Paul George for John Drayton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. yeah. Straight up, head for head. What would do? What would the Clippers do? How many? How many of the first round picks did they trade away that they wish they could have back? If they said, "Hey, just give us Shea, give us Shea Gilgeous Alexander, and one first round pick back," like what's the return? I know Kawhi demanded Paul George. Yeah, yeah, he did. But the Clippers are awesome without Paul George. Sands George. And could definitely use a Shea Gildress Alexander. With Paul George. And could probably use one of the seven first round picks they sent out. Yeah. With, Sometime in the future they might want to. Look, we should just be thanking our lucky stars that happened. So that we don't have to like live through like an actual Clippers dynasty. Oh no, yeah. If that hadn't yeah. happened, the Clippers would be unstoppable for as long as Kawhi yeah. was healthy to yeah. play. I can't yeah. watch Steve Ballmer jiggle for the next thirteen years. Ripping his clothes, <laughs> pumping his fists. My friend of mine in LA sent me a Cooley brand a, clown. A, a, bi- a billboard, a Clippers billboard that says street lights, not spotlights. And he was like, This what, is dumb. What does that mean? 
I, here's it. Grit he, grind. He, he couldn't. They want to be the team of Show the people. Show us your grit. They want. Yeah. yeah. They want to be the people. <laughs> they want to be the. They want to be the team of the people, not the team of the. Uh, you the know, sheeple. Bureau, yeah, the sheeple. <laughs> bureau, the the bourgeoisie. Chuck and I make a hell of a team. We do. T- yeah. Team. Tj team. McConnell to Goga Patatze. <laughs> All right. So those were our Throw it down, big man. Breakfast in bed. Apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs, best things, we have a couple of listener submitted questions the croissant questionnaire any questions um yes are you going to finish that croissant knock yourself out jabber walker asks I just annihilated a quarter of my 16 months old candy. How much candy do Keith's kids get, actually get to eat on Halloween? Yeah, you seem like well, not not you, but you 16 pa- months. You parent in a uh, in a very loving way, and that usually comes out into we can't give our kids all this candy. So and you have a trick. You have a crippling sugar addiction. Yeah, it's Fallen completely paper. unmanageable. I do. So combine those things, you have a reason not to give your kids candy. And an addiction defeat. So I'm guessing. Can we stop and talk about 16 months old candy? They can walk. No, no, can they, they can walk. Candy? They can trick or treat. Can a 16 month old have candy? Dude, I got some. Big yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a different you. thing. If you if you're if your one year old has like a bucket of candy. No, no, I. That's that's different. Yeah. Because you're not giving your one year old that much candy. No. Uh, you're also the one year old doesn't really know what candy it has. Right. No, so exactly. Get, so Jabber, what we're saying is, and I'm you saying tell Keith would take fine. all of that candy. Keith's giving a right, small so, percentage. So, so here we go. <laughs> oh, this is getting real. So, like typical desserts in the house, they have a very short shelf life around. Oh, around really here. interesting. And so my kids, so like we'll buy some. Co- we we bought some cookies to help the youngest one with potty training. Ooh. And, uh, and so the wife's like, hey. So it's peeing on the cookies? Yeah, <laughs> that's how it works, John. Uh, so You're going to be a great father. Thank you. It's not, it's not the accuracy. It's just trying to get it yeah. in, in the one spot. Poop on that cookie, son. No. Uh, so, so like my wife would be like, hey, hey, if you can go pee-pee in the potty, you get a cookie. And I'm like, no. There's no. no. The cookies are gone. She's like, well, we just, <laughs> she's like, well, we just got cookies like three days ago. I'm like, yeah, they lasted three days. <laughs> That's pretty good. Like that that and box did, that did they box, last that box three of, whole days or were they gone by day well, two? Well, so I, so, so like, do you ever for, hide for, the, for this one? We had a party. Do you ever hide them for yourself. We had, Answer me. We had the, we had the regular Oreos. Yeah, I mean they're all above child reach. So, yeah. Does that count? No, we I want to know. We had the regular Oreos. I don't like those that, even that much. No, those lasted like five days. Ooh. But like, if you buy like the uh, the the yellow ones, yeah. like the vanilla ones. I'm. I could eat those. In a, it's it's a it's an achievement for me not to eat the whole. Have you had the lemon thin ones in one day? Lemon thin, I don't love, but yes, I have, and I, I will eat those. Have I you would, had I the would pistachio it, ones? No, I haven't. So I like pistachio flavored things, but these are almost too medicinal. Yeah. Look, I, we, are you ready bad. to talk about Oreos for a while? I am. No, no, because <laughs> uh, I can do this. I've so, had most so flavors. So same thing. Same thing Carrot happens cake. with with cakes, ice creams, or whatever. So my, so my old my oldest son is about to turn five. He is got he's gotten to the point where he's like. Is there any more cake, or is it all gone? <laughs> so he he kind of knows, he just but also that's that like, no Daddy, cake. are you drunk? <laughs> but I w- I will say I'm very good about uh, something about my my you love smell like a bill. My <laughs> my my love for my children actually supersedes, however, 
a lot of the candy stuff. Like if it's if it's cake that I know it's their cake they're looking right, forward to, boring. I will not eat it. And that's <laughs> just bored, man. I'm going and to the that's next question. the same Go with to the, the candy. <laughs> the, the same with the candy. Like my almost five year old who now knows the candy that he got for Halloween. Right. No, I don't touch it. That is right. sacred oh, ground. Really? It okay. Is. It's sacred ground. I'm not going to eat his. that. It's his. My my sugar addiction. Is has not crossed the point where I'm eating his candy while he sleeps. Good, then it is an unmanageable. It, you know, no, no, I am a very functional uh, sugar addict. Ad- addict. Did Chuck <laughs> Senior? Did he take your candy? No, my dad is has a very weird uh, palate. He only likes peanut M and M's. Oh, and he only eats uh, steak and potatoes for every meal, yeah. and the steak is well done. I only watches Columbo. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> dead on, dead on. Like my oh, procedurals. I know this man. Yeah, that's my dad. 76 years old, works harder than any man I've ever Got met. Got to watch Colombo and Matlock. Get I, out of my bedroom! First of all, that's Scottish. <laughs> know, How dare you? That's all I got. It so is. I, Mike I, Myers, so I made an ex-murderer. <laughs> I, I think for Jabber Walker, I would say if your kids if your kids don't know what's in the candy and if they can't, there's no way they can eat the candy. Right. Yeah, you have some green light. Obviously, mm-hmm. don't eat the things they might remember. Right. But once the kids start to get leave older... Them, leave them the candy they preferences. Like, like, they have preferences. They have things that they want. Like, no, don't eat that candy. I do not eat that candy. Also, because I can just go buy whatever candy I want at any time of the year 2019 is good in that aspect. My dad would take all the 100 grands and I would flip my yeah. stuff. That's sad. What's the next question? John Los asks, the offer's on the table right now. Zion for Morant. Oh. oh, oh, John Lewis, I see what you're doing. You think I'm going to be a homer? You think I'm going to be a homer? And you think I'm going to say the homer thing? But let me tell you right now, the answer is absolutely not. I wouldn't trade John Morant for Zion Williamson right now. Are you crazy? That's a good question. Especially after that Gumby almost dunk where you predicted. He has six of those a game. I by know. The way. Where his leg went in a direction that just made my heart stop. <laughs> and he cocked it back about, to Waffle John House. Here, he, uh, yeah, John Morant. He uh, cocked yeah. it back to Waffle House, and then his leg went to IHOP. Yeah. You know, it was frightening. He has some rough landings. But he's like a toddler. <laughs> he gets right back up and tries it again. Oh, no, yeah. I've seen, I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen both my children go head over heels downstairs. Yeah. Oh, I, you see a kid, and, and, and they're like, you're oh, like he, that kid is dead. And he's like, and oh, he's fine. gets up like... Laughs in your face and asks for a hundred grand. This is, a, I think, this is a great question. It is a good question because you're you're worried about the Zion injury problems. Right. Yeah, so you they got to weigh that so, in. So like that's that's the big factor. Right. We've you seen some of John Morant. Could he be Greg Oden? John Morant's last two games have been awesome. He, he looks good. Uh, his fun and one mixtape kind of game. I mean, he's he's already. I don't know. I think his season totals, he's averaging 18 points per game and like six assists. Sick. His uh, his home game numbers, his home game splits, he's averaging 22 points per game on 56% shooting. And this is with he's hitting his Taylor Jenkins With rotations. crazy rotations and with passing the ball to awful players who yeah. can't shoot. The Grizzlies are last in the NBA in three-point percentage. He has almost dunked someone to death in every game. Yeah. That's going to start happening to people. I still don't know how like... Reckless and bend. How, like, what's his ceiling? How good is he... I think I would go ahead and still trade for Zion. I think you... Zion is the transformational. Transformation? Let's talk about the positions they play. No, the precious... ja positional plays scarcity. John ja- yeah. ja- Morant plays a position that you don't get guys like that no, often, and they dictate the game way more than Zion Williamson. Yeah, and Zion, and Zion Williamson is fat. He is ugly and he is injured. John, John Morant is beautiful. You gotta quit, quit healthy. You gotta quit doing that projecting, the projecting and shaming stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. Sorry. Well. Zion Williamson was shooting 80% from the field in preseason. That's insane. Preseason? 
You can only knock. You can only knock down the targets in front of you. John, John has literally clutched came, his pearls. He played against real men, real men like Jean Morant, and fell apart, fell to pieces. Ed, riddle me this. Why don't you ask me if I'd even trade him for Brandon Clark? The answer would still be no. Uh, oh, that's if, the if homer. Zion yeah. Williamson, oh, yeah. <laughs> if Zion Williamson was seemingly healthy, but in the Grizzlies, we're not going to play any of our players who are good uh, load management system. How many minutes per game is Zion getting? Six? 38. Eight? Maybe 15. Oh, you can run him to the ground? 15 or yeah. 20. He needs I don't to, know. I, he needs to be handled with care for the sake of the sport. Whatever I the, think, what you should what should happen is what doesn't happen with. The, I think, I think Brandon Clark got started last night and then played like eighteen minutes. Yeah, and none none at the end of the game, and he looks awesome every game. Brandon Clark is amazing. Yeah, yeah. and he uh, yeah he he played twenty leads, minutes in a start. Leads the team in PER. Def- Shout out Hollinger. I'm definitely a, Jaron Jackson Jr. Playing. I'm definitely a Zion fan and think he is really awesome. This is really hard, but I think the injury casts enough aspersion for me is to say no and not seem totally right. ridiculous. No, but it's I could not be wrong. insane, but it is crazy. But no, I can't to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> it is good that we are measuring our biases after, into so the opinion. So after seven games of John Morant, like what is there a a one percent chance he's league MVP? I mean, if it's and like a what's his over under all star games like two and a half maybe in now, the future. Keith's got, Keith's got the John Morant uh, all star votes. I do bowl prediction, especially with everyone which he made on what everyone was the name getting of the injured and on? getting suspended. Yeah, uh, the, Drave and the douche. What is the name of that radio show we went on? Walk it off. Walk it oh, off. Yeah. Keith predicted John Morant all star game. He did. I hey, love it. The things I say on FM radio are. Well, it's they're for, ephemeral and they're gone. You got to reel them in. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you you can't listen into it again. There's no yeah, record. You, it's gone once it's. There uh, might be a record online. Uh, yeah, I don't, as far as don't a, go there. Download our episodes. No, but like, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say? Like, Z- subscribe. Zion Williamson has a higher probability of being a league MVP than John Moran does. Just right now, I think uh, narrative has a big part to play. And if what about narrative? I'm just I'm playing, saying, but like he's he's Ignore already the aspect he of already no. has no, pedigree. Okay. He already has pedigree, and pedigree kind of le- lends to those kind well, of discussions. That's a good question. Uh, so those were our croissant questionnaire, uh, the croissant questionnaire. If you want to submit your own question to be answered on air or to be featured in our Patreon only episode, the Millennial Brunch five hundred dollar croissant. Uh, you got to be a Patreon supporter. You do that by going to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. We also have a lot of other benefits. If you join Patreon, you could be playing in our negative fantasy league I shall. over at fantrax.com. My, uh, my team is crushing it. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, Keith We're locked is, in. Keith is, Taking Cam Reddish. Woo. Did it. Wow. Did it. You yeah. guys know what Cam Reddish is shooting from three-point this season? Four percent. Close five. Oh, Cam five. Reddish is one of those guys who, when you watched in college, you're like, and then he gets drafted, you're like, this team stinks at drafting. I will say <laughs> my team, my, my, my iShop Negative Fantasy League team, is going to be susceptible to some later in the season like uh, rotation changes. Uh, yeah. When Jay Crowder gets traded and no longer gets 30 minutes, and he actually, Jay's got to chill out. We're not going to get a pick for him. Uh, if he doesn't chill out, <laughs> he needs to chill out. <laughs> uh, also, uh, like chill when when Cam Reddish stops getting twenty minutes per game uh, for some reason. Yeah. Uh, also, if you join in our, uh, our our Patreon, you can be part of the Slack chat. You also get you want to get uh, nuts. Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. You also get a discount if you want to buy our brand new Grizzly shirt. I- yeah. Any shirts we custom make, we we give them to you pretty much at cost. Yeah. Uh, for our Patreon supporters, if you do want to buy maybe the best shirt we've ever made. 
in all hearts grit grind. So lit. In the Vancouver slash Memphis retro Grizzlies logo the style. Litest. Litest. It's going to be so awesome. Oh, I can't wait. Till they, they, they come in next week. So uh, I can't wait to see them. I can't wait. Uh, to see them. If you want one of those, uh, you can buy them by uh, emailing or DMing me. If you're a Patreon supporter, you get those pretty much at cost. Otherwise, they're $22 plus shipping. That's the cheapest we can do. Yeah. It's pricey. 22 units. I want. Units. Yeah, units. <laughs> I wanted a logo that was five colors that would last a hundred washes. Yeah, more. Oh, so these are premium quality items. You got it from a good print you, shop. You can buy our stuff off T Public, and that stuff is fine. But they can't handle something this complex. So that's why we did it ourselves. But anyway, if you want to support the show, uh, do that at Patreon.com/slash/FastBreakBreakfast. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw this week? For me, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it on the refs. Oh, back to the refs? We have the heir apparent to Joey Crawford. I'm not referring to outlandishly poor officiating. I'm referring to outlandishly creative dance moves after calling a travel or a block. Speaking of walking it off. Sean Corbin. Oh, Sean Corbin, yeah. Blew my mind. With an NKOTB new edition level running man on a James Harden travel it call. It was amazing. It was like doing a hot coal walk at I some sort I of haven't, like, I haven't seen the clip. Oh, man. I've seen the clip passed around. haven't hit play yet. Oh, it's a good a one. It's a shimmy. It's a shuffle. It's a... It's a, a so- not soft shoe. That's not a good way to... Is it better? There was a... Easy Stefan fetch it. There was a Kenny Maurer win that was kind of like a, a back and forth sachet, almost like a tango, where yeah. it was like, ata, ata, ata. This one was, was like, everybody's this, talking. This was, like, this was like flash dance. He's a maniac, maniac, awesome. maniac. Yeah, back to the poppy. He was, he was, he was vibing on Jennifer Beale. There also, there also was the Bill impressive. Kennedy, uh, very hipsy, uh, was a block. Oh call yeah. yeah, very uh, hipsy. Yeah. yeah, lots of uh, where it felt like the if you were yeah, starting a little bit. Yeah. Of, you like that? Or huh? if you if you were starting huh? uh, crazy, the bump, bump, bump. <laughs> he was doing every one. <laughs> Anyway, uh, wow, I like that. No, like yeah. Keith, maybe you should take the the high octave in I, our game of scones. I normally do. Any do. Pharrell song starts with that. The same, same thing. Bom, bom, bom. <laughs> it does. I learned that on a YouTube conspiracy video, and I go, "Oh wait, he's rich for nothing." <laughs> yes, he just has one Units. thing he does well. <laughs> but it's you know, I'm just so happy to have like that little texture, Crawfordian level of officiating brings back texture. In my life. Yeah, I like talking about this. It's That's like when umpire thing. has a signature strike call. Mm. Oh yeah, 
every NBA ref should have a signature, like, completely over-the-top, sexualized dance And then they move. should get a tech for it. Nah. <laughs> points. I think I think they should be a tally of when the refs have actually got to use their go-to moves. They've used their finishing moves. Right. We got to add a different thing. Then, then people can be betting on that. Absolutely. Will Sean Corbin use his finishing move tonight? Plus three forty. He was so ready to pounce on Harden. Harden must have traveled like six times. Was it a thing that. where he, he did? Was it a thing where he was trying to demonstrate what the travel was, and it turned into a dance? No, I, I, it was just a. It was just a happy. I dance. watched it live. I, mean, yeah. I watched it live. I have a video He's of like, it on my him. phone. I was going to worldwide wob it, but I, it seems, you know, kind of tacky. I also got a, you have. Full permission. Okay, yeah. do I? I'm sure. I'm sure. Wab already did it. Um, he did. Yeah, good uh, but what Excellent I point. what I got video of was uh, the Miami Heat dancers, but not the sexy ones. They have uh, th- these dancers called this senior something. I forget the name. Yeah, the but old people ones. The old people dancing, and they were dancing to Lizzo, and it was, um, and then they the danced to like booty music. They should all do that. And there was a 400-pound... No, no, the Grizzlies do the Grizzlies, Grannies, and Grandpas. Yeah. Absolutely all arenas should just do that. Yeah. That should be who we employ. Speaking of arenas, you guys see that video I posted? Of? The backwards food eating. Oh, yeah. The, the hot dogs coming oh, out of dude's mouths. Oh, that was yeah. the weirdest thing. What are you talking about? So there was this uh, video on Saturday. At the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks game. The Bucks do this thing where they film people eating. Which is already... If you film uh, me is, eating, I'll kill you. That right? is already a sin and a but crime. not only were they eating, they played that film in reverse to where it was looked like the food was this exiting their mouth. This is sexual assault. I could cancel and these I love people. It. I so love I'm it. Saying, no, so like... You, Things you should never film. One, you should never film a person dancing in a wedding. No. That's just their, that's, that's their time. They're there just that's living just, their best life. Fun. Don't film someone dancing. You're supposed to just throw caution to the wind. Right. Just have fun. Do whatever you want. You also should never film someone eating without their permission. Express written consent yeah john we should find that video of me eating four filet of fish sandwiches oh. and play it in reverse so so okay, so the, <laughs> can't be done they literally showed close-ups of people in the stands who were unaware they were being filmed yes and they showed them in reverse with the food coming out of their mouths into their hands if yeah. we put some of that am asmr noises over yeah. this we can probably get rich guys we, when you buy rich. a ticket to an nba event the small print in there says Hey, we can we can film we you. We can make you look like a weird person. So, like in twenty years, they're gonna be filming people going to the bathroom. Yeah, and Ooh, being like, "Look, I'll the pee's going back in." I'll be really into the that. Pee's going back in. Where does it stop? <laughs> if you film, if you film me eating and broadcast it on TV, I am lawyering, lawyering up. Lawyer up, bruh. That is not okay, John. Nah, do it to me. The P is going back. I would love to. The P is going back in. We got the title of the episode. (laughs) You've never filmed yourself and played it back backwards? What's wrong with you guys? I'm going to try that. You've never done a strobe light in the bathroom? P and filmed it? It's amazing. At Bonnaroo. But I was on Molly. (laughs) When I was at Florida State, we had a strobe light in the shower. And it just made everything look crazy. Party University, man. It really was. Man. You don't need drugs. You just need a strobe light and water. Yeah. <laughs> no, you need drugs. <laughs> they make those two things way better, too. <laughs> Chuck, you're clean now. What's I your am. What's your best thing? Uh, my best thing is uh, finding out that Karis Levert is related to the immortal Gerald Levert. John broke this story to me. What's amazing... 
we've covered this before yeah. in your drug fugue. Really? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that we have talked about it again now because they say you haven't done it until you've done it clean. So now we get to talk about it, and I get to tell you my favorite Gerald Levert tangentially related story. Right. It has to do with Keith Sweat. I was living yeah, in this. I think you've told this on the podcast. <laughs> Have too, I? But I want you to just go keep ahead. Going. I don't remember the story. Please so go. So I was living in the South Bronx, and I was. Uh, I would does do. Does involve laundry? It does involve laundry. I've told you the story. Let's mm. tell our listeners. No. Uh, we. Uh, I had to drop my laundry off at the uh, at the laundromat uh, to get washed and folded because if I'm going to live in New York City, I'm not doing right. laundry. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I was carrying my laundry bag back to my uh, apartment in the South Bronx, and there's four guys standing around a, a car playing Keith Sweat. Uh, they, uh, rightfully so, wondered what I was doing in the South Bronx. And one of them says to me, hey, man, that laundry looks like my laundry. Yeah, that's scary. And I was panicked. But immediately, thanks to the power of my uh, comedic history, re responded with, hey, man, that Keith Sweat CD sounds like my CD. And his three <laughs> friends cracked up. He looked confused. And I walked fast yeah, down the hallway. And if you like more stories like that, try out seasons one and two. <laughs> fast break breakfast. That's the throwback. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Callback story. Oh, man. Norbert, well, my, get off the counter. Uh, well, well, my best thing, since Chuck didn't talk about the Miami Heat. I was told uh, before the show to not talk about the oh, Miami Heat. Oh, it wasn't Heat. even for me. That's no. amazing. <laughs> um, no, Jimmy Butler has been, been back. The Heat are amazing. Uh, the Heat are playing. I think the Nuggets tonight on Tuesday night. Very excited. You can't hear this right now, but I'm smiling and shaking. Chuck my is head. bobblehead nodding. <laughs> He's so excited. Uh, Jimmy Butler, undefeated when Jimmy Butler plays. Yeah. He, much like Kawhi Leonard, has decided he's going to be a, a playmaker, a setup guy. Wow, he had 11 assists. He game. also, in this game, point Jimmy, in this game where he had 11 assists, put up an astounding stat line that I absolutely adore. There's been a lot of stat lines I've, I've been really loving as far as their scarcity. Before you get to this, uh huh, this does remind me of a little song. <gasps> Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Game of scones. Don't take the high notes. I do, Keith. Yeah, I know. Miami Heat edition. Let's do it. Chuck, this is built for you, baby. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you the stat line of the Miami Heat's leading scorer for a game, and you're going to be forced to try to tell me who that is. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not going to give you any context other than the This is in the, what, there six games this season or seven games so far? Yeah. In 40 seven. minutes, this player went 9 of 17, cashing in a sweet 25 points. Tyler Hero. Two assists. You're going with Tyler Hero? Yeah. It's a big no-no. Uh, Can you finish the stat line, please? Let me give you Tyler Hero's stats in that game. Uh, a paltry eight points. Man. Um... What I've already told you. So he got this player got four rebounds, two assists, two steals, twenty five points. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and use. I'm gonna guess this every time. I'm gonna guess Kendrick Nunn. Swish bomb. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. These weren't designed to be gotten correctly. Congratulations. Damn it. Uh, Chuck, we're gonna go back to you somehow after you tried to steal incorrectly. Okay. Twenty nine points, two assists. Seven boards, three from four from three-point land, off the bench, 29 minutes. Oh, off the bench. Tyler Hero. 
I kind of gave Chuck a little little oop there. It is, in fact, Tyler Hero. <laughs> well done, No, he Chuck. tried to give me the okey-doke by giving me something that was the one I guessed before. He was playing gamesmanship, hoping I would miss. No, dude. You're trying to set That's me up for failure. You're thinking, you're thinking too hard, much right. like yep. the Grizzlies, only playing their best players 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. In a game, where the game before, uh-huh. my boy got zero points. He then turned around and led with 23 points, raining down seven three-pointers. Oh, I know this one. Seven three-pointers. I'm going to go with Duncan Robinson. Ah, Dunked on Robinson. Duncan Robinson, two of the greatest Spurs of all time. The real white heat in Miami. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Then finally, I'm going to give, let's get weird. Let's get super weird. This isn't the league, this isn't the game leader, but in this same game, I want to know who had 21 points. I know. Four Who's, boards. Get it, get it, Chuck. I think. Tie the game. I think it was James Johnson. No, sir. Uh, no, because James Johnson, one of my this other guy did not, had 17 points in his first game. Back. Another hint on this one. This guy did 9-11. He was 9-11 from the floor. Your final hint. I was going to never go, forget. Oh, um, I'm going to go with Goran Dragic. No, but Goran Dragic did lead the Heat with 25 points in a game this year. But Myers Leonard came out of nowhere. Who's shooting like 60% from three. Long story short, there are no winners. The Heat are the winners. This is a bizarre team. And you you never know who to expect. So, so John, I was really scared you were going to step on my toes there. Yeah, I was was exciting. I was excited about the bizarre stat line in Jimmy Butler's 11 assist game. He also had... He had five points, nine rebounds, 11 assists, six steals, and three blocks. He was cold. But he was two blocks away from, from the from history. The historic five-by-five. Five. The five-by-five. Five. That's like one of the rarest things five you could do. Five. Yeah. Uh, and so I was just thinking, who are the guys who've had, just let's lower it, just 10 assists, six steals, and three blocks in a game. So. Oh, here we go. What's that sound? John chose not John. to participate that time. He, uh, Game of Scones. He, we would have to give him a publishing deal for him to sing like, two parts of the <laughs> right. episode. Uh, so here's this game. It's going to be a little different. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players who have had a game with 10 assists, six steals, three blocks. Good to remember these steal and block numbers do not go back before 1983. So, I was se- trying to write down what this is. Seven, <laughs> seven guys with ten assists, six steals, and three blocks. If you lower the requirement to just five blocks, this is ten assists, five blocks. No, ten assists, five steals, and three blocks. I misspoke there. We've lowered the requirement to five Whoa. to five steals. So we got to talk about the complexity of your game. This is very God. complex. This is we Which need is a why whiteboard. If you get so that that adds five more players, do were they do they have to wear the home alternate jerseys while they play? These are this players game? who were only wearing home whites. <laughs> um, in games played <laughs> non, on a Tuesday, non weekend. <laughs> so complex, I couldn't even sing. This is non weekend games. I was ready for it. Okay. But here's that. Here's how it works. Tennis. If you get one of these, di- if you get one of these difficult answers, you get three points. Okay. Middle if you get three points, if you, if you get one of the guys who had six steals, three blocks, and ten assists, you get three points. If you get one of the guys who only had five steals, that's a, that's just a layup, a two-pointer. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be scorekeeping involved. But once again, these are all gettable names, but one hilarious one. Um, these are all names you know. 
Many of these are very <laughs> good are all players. You know. I feel like that's these are blokes. Saying. That is you know. Saying. This is a bloke you know. Um, <laughs> so, Jimmy Butler had over 10 assists, and he had six steals and three blocks. Uh, Ready to embarrass myself. John, go ahead and go. I feel like James Harden did this recently. James Harden is correct. Okay. He had... That's a three-pointer for John. John with the three-pointer. That's my good one, and now I'm done. Um, Let's go with a guy who plays defense and likes to pass the ball, Chris Paul. That is incorrect. Incorrect. A strike for Chuck. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Ah. Only player to have done this twice. Wow. And you that is another three-pointer for John. Duncan Robinson over here. Uh. Um, White lightning. Let's go with Michael Jeffrey Jordan. That Gotta is be. a three-pointer from Gotta downtown be. for Chuck. Back to John. I'm going to get weird. Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem Olajuwon did it with five steals. However, that's a, that's a two-pointer for John. Okay. Uh, so a two-pointer. John is up to eight points. I Chuck. can't believe we're doing this well. This is insanity. I believe in you guys. Um, let's go with Russell Westbrook. It's a good guess, but no. Russell Westbrook has not done this. John, ball's back in your court. Can you extend the lead? Do we? I, I need Wade. Dwayne Wade, no. Ah! Let's go Magic Johnson. No. No, no defense ever. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. Keep going. Maybe a first to 11. The Claw. We'll Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard has never done it. Ah! Um, I'm running out of steam. Let's do... We got two. Larry Bird? Uh, nope. Um, I am still patient for a couple more guests before I run out. When you think... Kobe Bean Bryant. Nope. Chuck, when you think of awesome players who put up fun stat lines that include steals oh, oh, and blocks. Oh. That's a that's a hint. Who who like someone I might love. It's a white guy. Who's a white guy? Oh, uh he gets to have sex with one weird person a year. Andre Karolinko. Yeah! Andre <laughs> with with that, I'll call the game. I'll call John the winner. Eight Oops you up, dog. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, Chris Weber. Weber. Oh. And now these, which we would never get. Derek Harper. No. Whoa. Jamal Tinsley. What? Say what? The which broomsman? Is crazy. The sweeper? The dustbin himself? Also, guys who did it with just five steals, who I think you could have gotten. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Uh, Jason Kidd. I was Baron Davis and oh. Nick, Nick Batum, who has put up some very weird stat lines. Yeah, yeah. Nick Batum was. He's put up some six by fours. I'm, I'm ashamed about the Batum. Uh, but that was a, that was that was very well done. Nick Batum's like a trivia go-to guy. All right, so those were our steak and eggs best thing. After that, we have the opposite of steak and eggs: the cream of wheat, worst of week. Brought to you by our friends at mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag got good news and bad news. Good news: my bookie has brought the bag. Cut, bad news: cut, check. I'm worried. I'm worried. We're putting my bookie under. Are we? Our deal was in. too good. Yeah, yeah. That it was too good. We were given winners. Not only were we giving out winners, we were giving you a hundred percent match on your first thousand dollars. Shout That's out insane. Benny Shoga hit a giant parlay already. My my bookie was like, whoa, 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 slow down. <laughs> Y'all need to stop talking about slow actual down. picks on so your if show. You, <laughs> if you if you use our code Breakfast when breakfast. you go, when you go to mybookie.ag and place wagers, uh -huh. if you open your new account. 
you're going to win, but it's not going to be as big as it used to be. You missed out. Yeah. Oh, they went down? They went down. They're no longer going to match you up to 100% to, to match your, your whatever units you deposit. Units! Wow. But they will still match up to 50% of your deposit bonus. Because we killed the game so, so hard. They will still give you a free $1,000, but now you got to put in 2000 See? Because we're so too good at congratulations it. Congratulations, everybody who moved on that deal. Yeah. And got your free money. This feels like a... There's still, still free money. And especially with, with our bets, you do those parlays like Benny Hoga. <laughs> Benny's Hoga? Is that his name? Benny Shoga. Benny Shoga? Benny Shoga is a, is a pickled ginger that is used in a lot of Japanese dishes, Keith and he is, works at a Japanese Keith, restaurant. Keith is tickling and pickling me today. <laughs> yeah, so if, you wanna, if, you, if you're playing pickle... Watch the pee go back in. <laughs> <laughs> if you're playing pickle, like in the, our, our Pickle Pick'em Challenge, and you want to take some of that knowledge and, and make some real money on Shout it... Shout out Tyler K., the most dominant pickle performance I've ever seen. Do it. Oh, my goodness. He came yeah. in swinging. What was it, like 20, 24 and 8 or something? It's dark. Anyway, Got if you want to make some actual money, you want to have a little extra entertainment, you don't want to call a weird guy, you just want to use it on the phone, you want to download that app, place whatever weird bets you can think of, because they got all kinds of those crazy futures, bet on that 2020 election. Yeah. Whatever you like, you can do it at mybookie.ag. And again, if you use our promo code BREAKFAST, breakfast. They, they will match your deposit 50%. They'll give you a 50% bonus. You put in $100, they'll give you $50 for free. That's, that's free that's free money. I'm that's free, reeling, free money. Literal I'm reeling free money. from that election. Um, I'm sorry. Back, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget about my girlfriend crying when Trump was elected going, oh, our lives are essentially ruined. And I was like, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> You have no idea how much money we had wagered on it. <laughs> you really don't. You just you have no. You still have no idea. Please don't listen to this podcast, dear God. Uh, anyway, so mybookie.ag use our code breakfast. Breakfast. Sorry, my bookie for uh, hitting you hard there in the in the wallet. Uh, anyway, cream of wheat. Worst thing. What's the worst thing you got? You know what I'm tired of hearing. Yeah. About the South Beach flu. About your weight. About your oh, weight. oh, tired okay. of hearing about it. Oh yeah. How about the Miami Heat are good? How okay. about that part? How about uh, there's strange. an actual, there's a good team. How about the Rockets up, hate playing basketball? And the Rockets just don't know what defense means. They need to look it up in a dictionary. Um, well, here's some here's and, and you'll enjoy this. There's some there's some stats behind uh, this pr- projection or this thing that I'm screaming out loud. The Heat don't even have a top ten home uh, advantage uh, historically. Okay, they are in the bottom uh, the bottom third of the league in uh, home win percentage, historically. Now, I didn't go into when they play these games because a 5 o'clock right. game on a Saturday, on a Sunday. What's, what's the, I would like to know the methodology, but you're, I would also yeah, like to keep this you're, moving. You're also leaving out a very important part of the South Beach flu game as conducted by a gambler. It's got to be those weekend games, and it's really got to be those early games. Yeah. Those are the games where you look at those stats, and you will be mystified yeah. at how sure I know the Vegas, how everyone doesn't just I know, know the, this. the Vegas NHL team has an incredible home advantage. Yeah. Which uh, Vegas goes like Miami goes on the weekends every day of the week. Well, that's new for NHL players, too. This is a new thing. Yes, that's true. Yeah, the novelty (laughs) of going to that city. People know and build in, and the teams know and build in, Right. Uh, you know, way we're gonna do a curfew tonight. <laughs> we might have to put somebody on. You're the... all wearing these shot colors. <laughs> but yeah, especially it's, you, Koga. I, it's, but more than anything, it is a. Uh, while my my you know my idea has been you know deflated a bit because we haven't looked at the numbers further. It is not true. These are good. You, you want you want the respect. I want my team to get some respect, bruh. 
How about y'all just showing me the, some love? I mean, what are, I feel like even the, the mile high home court advantage was slightly overblown. Uh, from no years. So the uh, the win the win margin for the Nuggets is uh, higher than In all time. Yeah, the season? true that. So I'm on a, 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 a website. It's called Boyd's Bets. Oh, um, and they do uh, what's called. Do you a, know what a tout is? Yes, a ch- it's but he's done stats sure. and he's taken the uh, the the record of the teams, uh-huh. the margin of victory, then uh, comparing that to their away records and calling what he quantifies as a true advantage and for the low low price of thirty nine ninety five a day. You get to access <laughs> right, um, but the the teams with the tr- the the team with the best true adv- home court advantage is the Utah Jazz. Oh, interesting. which is something we've That's talked not, about here. Not surprising yeah. because Utah it it doesn't make sense if the party thing. Builds into your your line, you right? Bring, when you go to Utah, you bring liquid codeine. <laughs> you got to sneak your own yeah, drill. Yeah. But on this team, the, on this list, the teams with the the highest advantage, uh, except for the Pacers and Jazz, are teams in states with uh, legalized marijuana. Say what? Yeah. So the Nuggets. How far back is this going? It goes going back. The SuperSonics are on this list. Oh, so, so the, that, that wouldn't have. That wouldn't have counted back then, but I mean, they still had good, they still had good drill back then in those States, you know, (laughs) medicinal marijuana for some time in those States, but the Pacers and the, and the jazz are both uh, top six teams. Pacers are six trailblazers. Portland's got that drill, uh, the warriors, Kings and, uh, nuggets rounded out. There was a guy that Chuck and I used to work with. He used to compare Chuck and I to Bunk and McNulty. <laughs> with Chuck being the white man's Bunk. And Chuck doing this deep dive detective work is the most ever. I, I really wish it, we were an already podcast so I could drop MFs every time he said something just then. But that was the most Bunk and McNulty we've been in a while. Because I am just shaking my head no this whole time. <laughs> uh, my worst thing. There was a unwatchable, one of the many unwatchable Grizzlies games where Anthony Davis tore them up in the third quarter. Yeah. It's like a 29 to 1 run or something. Uh, Anthony Davis was defended by the likes of Kyle Anderson and Marco Guterich and mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks. Anyway, uh, in this game, everyone was like, oh, the Lakers are back. Like we said, the Lakers are really good. Anthony Davis, monster 40 20 game. They kept saying 40 20 game. I wanted like him to 40 say 4 20. 40 points, 20 rebounds is good. It's not a bit, like, it's not that rare. Right, it's, Kevin Love does this. It's kind, of, it's kind of rare, not that rare. Right. What he did in that game, though, he did something incredibly rare. And my worst thing is, no one gets excited about it but me. Mm-hmm. He had twenty six yeah. of twenty seven free throws. Yeah, oh, that's I, I knew this was coming. <laughs> that's insane. That's that's possibly the second greatest free throw performance ever. It's also trash. It's the high. It's the highest. It's the second highest free throw percentage for anyone with 25 attempts. 25 attempts is a huge number of free throws. Well, I'm glad you're talking about this, Keith, because my worst is what is wrong with the refs and their refereeing of Memphis Grizzlies games? You, what have we done? You have to find a different coping mechanism for Grizzlies games. Don't I be can't. upset at the yeah. refs. The end of the last game almost killed me. Do you know what is uh, more impressive? Keith, will you at least oh, set no. the sta- story? We're talking about refs again. I'll go to the bathroom. <laughs> This is someone got thrown out of a game for getting hit in the ball sack. The referees lost control right at the end of the Grizzlies Rockets game, Which but I didn't in watch. a weird like Jay Crowder knees James Harden, and that was a foul. Okay. Sure. James Harden retaliates by like doing the little nut tap, which everyone is doing now. Yeah. yeah. It's a new thing. So that they, they determined that was a flagrant a blame before, bro culture. before the review and the flagrant foul was assigned to Harden. Uh, Crowder got ejected for saying something. We don't know what he said. 
And then Dylan, hey, he slapped my balls. Sir. Then Dylan Brooks got mad for a foul call a little bit later. He, he threw a bounce pass to the referee. They got a call to protect. This is a tough issue. This is you know, I, I, it's not all black and white. Right. The bounce pass back to the ref who called the foul. I gotta say, for me, gray area. I don't know how that's. Like if you throw it a little bit too hard, you put a little English on it. You're like, oh, all right, that's maybe he's. It's a bounce pass. But I think to, the ref did to it someone wrong. who had never, who's never refed before, Keith. Yeah, I mean, it just appeared he was just thrown out for nothing. Well, Jay Crowder was talking, and yeah. it was it, things were getting testy, and that was one of those. It might, I don't, we don't know what was said, but it did seem like a preemptive, like let's take control of this game, which isn't necessarily always good. That one seemed that's like they were getting a out of control. Bad feeling, but. I don't think the foul the foul calls were not incorrect, which is for me refs doing wrong. It was just the players were getting frustrated, and it was just unpleasant to watch. Which is the theme of the Grizzlies season: hard to watch. A Tracy Jordan as film. Far, as far as uh, as far as ejections go, we have to have a sliding scale, right? We have to have that Tim Duncan laughing on the sideline ejection is a hall. Of I will be interested to know how many uh, how many of the technicals in the final two minutes are rescinded. Because it did uh, not seem like much was happening. To, to me, that's the that's the when it really is pain, like pure pain. Yeah. Is and look, I know the Grizzlies aren't going to win that game, but I'm watching the game. It's my fan experience. Please don't just make the outcome a complete afterthought by just suddenly expelling all of the Grizzlies players. They, even though I want they only Jake threw, Crowder, they only Dylan threw out Brooks, Jake Crowder. I want those guys to leave so my good players can play. It definitely affected maybe, the cover. Maybe that's <laughs> the of the game. Maybe you're getting deeper into my issues now. <laughs> Right, and why he's really mad. You're getting, we're getting closer to the source of my absolute rage. You ever really want to know why John is really upset about something? It's because and I'm the mad. Money Brandon he spent. Clark only played 20 minutes because of fantasy basketball. <laughs> After 13 years of being together, my girlfriend's finally figured out that I can get up and leave during a sporting event at any moment, unless and that and that moment is absolutely me trying to cover up rage or joy <laughs> because something has happened. That, that shouldn't. She'll be. She'll be like. Wait a minute. Oh man, this game has been over forever. Can we change it? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, we cannot change it. The game is not over. She'll be like, why I, can't we change it? I'm this is the Pistons and the Jazz. Like, don't you? Don't. They're up 13 with one and a half to play. Right. The right. game's over. No, it's not. And I, you know, <laughs> I can't. I can't like spread. pump my fist or 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 do anything. So I'll just be like, I have to take a phone call outside. <laughs> I, I, I think I think the end of that Rockets game was just frustration from Grizzlies fans. I think I'm on mute and I actually unmuted it when I when I wanted to figure out what's going on because like the calls were fine, but the text did feel weird. I know Grits and Grinds has made uh, Grizzlies epilogue superfluous, but Taylor Jenkins is driving me nuts. You can't you, Leroy give, give, Jenkins. Give him 30 games. I know, but he's got to learn because the players are so bad. Yeah, that's the. Brandon Clark's not bad. Play him. We've we've been hinting at it. They're weird. They are doing. We, we talked about this. If we're gonna see with the Grizzlies this year, what happens when Dunked on Hive Mind takes over an NBA franchise? Yeah, and it's happened. They're like, hey, we have two young guys. Let's so put them the, on load management. Yeah, in that, their first year. So, so I'm letting you try to talk me out of this. So is that what's happening? It's just to yeah. keep the minutes low. They're like not gonna play them over thirty minutes smart, in a game. You have an asset, but if you're gonna do it, why don't you give them the meaningful minutes at the end of game so they can learn? I, I don't. I don't think it's a. I think we've we've thought too hard. If you're like, hey, we want Brandon Clark, they probably have a chart, and they're like, hey, we have four games Look, this week. I don't we want, want Brandon Clark to play less than ninety minutes. I'm not trying to give him Let's the Fizdale forty here. And I don't like, want him to ruin his career, but I would like for him to play at the end of game. You know who's opposed? You know who's opposed to load management? Uh, who I just saw on NBA TV? Hmm. 
Kevin McHale. Really? Interesting. Oh. Who walks with a very, right. very pronounced limp. Has bolts in his neck. He's like, you know what? Has the to wear low sneakers management with is tuxedos. soft. <laughs> yeah. Walking comfortably is overrated. <laughs> uh, let's move to the awards segment of the program. The International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award, given each week to the worst performance in a box score. We have a few honorable mentions. Cam Reddish, two for 11. You know what he's shooting from the field? Killer Chuck? Cam, killer who? 20%. Uh, lit. Yikes. Uh, Fred Van Vliet was three for 14. Uh, Lou Will was five for 19. Andre Drummond was six for 20. We had three nominees this week. In an all-rookie eye shop. Oh, my. Wow. Which also brings me back. Uh, I'm going to circle back to Keith's so I Keith's think rookie second watch. Update, of the update of the yeah. highly biased Keith's rookie rankings. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, number one, your boy Kendrick Nunn has been displaced. John game. Morant is number one right now. Okay. John Morant is killing it. Kendrick Nunn is two. RJ I Barrett, where Fizdale disagree. nicks badly. You still have Kenny Nunn, even now that Jimmy Butler's back over John Morant? Yeah. Uh, John Morant's he's so right. fun and fast. Kendrick Nunn yeah, has the uh, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a good team bump, no, but John Morant has a, his stats have surpassed them. Yes, uh, he, so he does. It needs uh, RJ Barrett is third as the Knicks play their rookies forty minutes per game. PJ Washington has slid up one to fourth. Tyler Hero, your boy, bumped up to five. I can be Brandon Clark only because he's not getting playing time dipped to sixth. Colby White slid down to seventh. Matisse Tybel, who has three and a half stocks per game in only 18 minutes, that is so cool, uh, yeah. is eighth. Don't Rui Hachimura, ninth. Ten, Eric Pascal jumping yeah. onto the rankings well, out of had nowhere. A huge game yet. Dropping night. out of the rankings is DeAndre Hunter. And also honorable mention number 11 is Gogo Batadze. Yeah, go After two games, Batadze. last place is still Jordan Poole. Second to last, Cam Reddish. Third to last, Darius Garland. Sorry, D. Darius Where Garland. Is your Duncan Robinson. He's not a rookie. He's not a rookie. He played last year. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Darius Garland. Can you Chris imagine Silva, you're thinking. drafting him instead of John Morant at this point? I know mm. it's early. He Yikes. Anyway, our three nominees this week, all rookies, Ruby Hachimura. Right. And a loss to the Timberwolves was two for 11. Four points, two boards, one turnover, two personal fouls. Darius Garland and a loss to the Pacers. 0 for 10. Two points, one rebound, three assists. No, nothing else. Cavs backcourt looks too. No personal fouls. And then Jordan Poole in a win against the Trailblazers was three for 16, 16 points. So we have Ruri Hachimura, two for 11, four points, pretty much nothing else. Darius Garland, 0 for 10, two points, nothing else. Jordan Poole, three for 16, 16 points, nothing else. I love Ophers. It's got to be Garland, I think. It's got to go Garland. Yeah. If he had a couple steals, anchor down. Anchor down. Uh, One of the worst box uh, basketball reference. Game scores of the season, yeah. only outdone by Mike Conley twice. Mm, <laughs> shout out. Mike Cat. Conley, uh, who is struggling. Still. He woke up briefly and if then you, right if back you, to sleep. If you, threw, if you throw out that 11 for 19, 29-point game against the Clippers, his numbers are just... Maybe he he's forgetting. No, no. Atrocious. If you include even if you that include, game, no, his numbers are atrocious. <laughs> he's had he's had more more games with more turnovers than assists this season. Uh, he has as many in seven games this season as he had in 70 games last year. He has, which is more than he had in the three seasons prior combined. Uh, he's struggling. He also had a, a, his first five turnover one assist game. Mike Conley, I'm praying for you, buddy. Mm. Thoughts and prayers. All right, par fadeaway. What things are we looking forward to? Uh, we didn't talk about, but Andre Drummond might average twenty rebounds a game. 
especially while going behind his back and dishing behind his head. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they making free throws. The the Pistons aren't you know great, but they uh, you know have somebody there that I enjoy watching. Look, I I sometimes do that game where I'm like, what would Andre Drummond do in 1995? <laughs> like what kind? Of, he would be considered like we wouldn't even talk about Patrick Ewing. You know what I mean? Moses like, Malone mixed with... Uh, yes, <laughs> like gigantic man who just gets everything that comes off the rim, and uh, he's an incredible player, and, a re- and literally I like watching the Pistons for, for him alone. I, I know the Pistons are bad, but they're doing pretty well considering Blake Griffin is yes. out. They're running Luke Kennard and Bruce Brown at point. Uh, the, Teams aren't even guarding Bruce Brown. Right. No, he yeah. can't shoot. I kind of like him, though. I can play just probably right? why, That's probably why I like him. He's, he can't, can't play shoot. D. He, he's one yeah. of those guys you're like, maybe you can get five by five. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, it's not all dark there. Like, no. It's, it's, there's a lot of teams where I'm like kind of impressed by their crappiness. It's like, wow, you are not as crappy as I thought you were going to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hornets, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Hornets. Yeah, that Hornets could be an apology. Three and three. That's Wizards. Weird. Oh, the Wizards, yeah. Yeah, it's like Wizards. It's like, wow. Not nearly. Isaiah Thomas is sort of alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my parfait away. We got coming up this week. I guess two of them. One, the Suns thing is bit is bit. Is the Suns are they going to keep winning? Is this I've, the Magic and Grizzlies from two years ago? Fast start. I'll be I'll be watching your tweets closely, Keith. I'm very I'm very <laughs> I'm very excited about the Suns. Man, if it wasn't for Suns fans online, I would be so I'd be so into the Suns. Yeah, team. <laughs> I love the roster. I love the roster. Yeah, but I can't I can't enjoy it. No, you can't. Um, no, they I'm also looking you. forward to never even met a Suns fan. This it's so good. This week, uh, this week we have Jokic, who's looked a little sluggish. Uh, he's playing. He gets to play Bam Adebayo on Tuesday. Love that. And then he gets to play also Joel and B. And Carl Anthony Towns this week. Just Bam a bunch great. of center showdowns. My Bam, Bam teams always start really slow. So this is more of the same. So, so there yeah. you go. Also, I guess looking forward, if you're in the Nashville area, we have a, uh, a Grizzlies watch party on November 15th. It'll be my birthday celebration. It'll be Chuck's birthday celebration. Also, it's a Mike Conley return game. It's against the Jazz. We'll be at the mainstay at 7 p.m. on Friday, November 15th. And we're giving away lots of signed so much Mike stuff. Conley. Swag. Nothing like wow. playing the Grizzlies to uh, awaken that box score machine. Oh yes, sir. Oh, seriously. Nothing yeah. like it. Uh, it's not my, great. I'm looking forward to uh, somebody's got to get fired soon, right? You would think. Somebody's got to get fired soon. Luke Walton, baby. I think Luke's the front runner. Are they going to fire Alvin Gentry? Is Fizdale safe? Steve I think, Kerr. I think Fizdale and Garpax teams have like weird. Steve Kerr's about to take like, oh, my back hurts type. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, good like, call. Yeah, be like, a he's about to be. Oh, I don't. I don't think I need. Oh, my back's hurting. Oh, my back's killing me. I need some weed. Oh yeah. But I feel like Fizdale and for some reason Boylan are to you somehow exempt from this. I may be wrong. They both should be fired now. But I can't understand I it. The Bulls exempt. are so bad. Well, they're clocking in. They're punching the clock. They're punching yeah. the clock. They should. They, they could have easily lost to the Grizzlies. Does a twenty-three-year-old basketball Hornets? player even understand what punching the clock means? No, I have never punched in anywhere. I did. It was clocked fun. in. Yeah, yeah. I have one. I still. I, I, I make that noise I clock and everything. It now, but I don't punch anything. I yeah, have, I have a little badge. I had a punch card and all that stuff. I had I a punch card at Sabaros. Yeah. It was at Sabaros uh, in nineteen ninety-eight. So my first job, Tony's Pizzeria, nineteen ninety-seven. There we go. Is that yeah. where Tony's the uh, frozen pizza comes from? No, I'm a big fan. Those are great pizzas. A big fan. I don't want to be stereotypical, but lots of people named Tony make pizza. Yeah. Uh, well, we can be stereotypical uh, okay. about Italian Americans. You say 
Sperio. Sperio. Sabaro. Sabaro. Sabario. Touch you every day. No, yeah. Anyway, the as you Sbarro. said, the, the guys who might get fired, I don't like the tankathon has shaped up slightly differently than we thought. Uh, with the Warriors in it. The, <laughs> the Warriors we, leading the we, charge. We thought the Knicks would be in it, but they're still they're they're like worse than I imagined. Joe Lagan had to be like spiking football. Uh, the, Damn it, the, Eric the, the Pelicans lose. Are, the Pelicans are one and six. Oh, yeah. Man. Anyway, uh, thanks for supporting the show. If you want to give us some money directly, do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Grizzlies fans buy that new shirt. All heart grid grind. You don't have to be a Grizzlies fan. It's the, amazing. The shirt is lit. Tony Allen fans buy it. Also, if you want to open an account at mybookie.ag, use our code breakfast, and they will give you a 50% deposit match. Do Can't it. beat that. Uh, follow us on Units. Instagram and on Twitter at Fast Break Break. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Never apologize for being TNT. Fair break, break, man. You understand? Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.